It's Thursday, April 6th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the league, we're going to talk about the Rangers injury report, and we're also going to go over those two Rangers box scores that happened while we were gone. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Jack Leiter, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. This is your boy Kev, aka YBK, Kevin Frazier. If you can spell that F R A Z I E R, you can catch me on social media at Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier. And you can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TX Rangers WTB. You can also catch us on our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. And check us out on there and show some support there. And, uh, and some other big news coming up as far as the, the website and the show and all that later on uh, in the show today. But before we get to that, let me tell you, let me introduce you to my co-host, the 300-pound manual, a.k.a. Bull. Buddy, it was an exciting day today. You are on, or yesterday. You are on fire. You are ready to go. You are at the game. How you doing? Where can they find you on socials? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm still on that DeGrom high, um, as I like <laughs> to call it. It's uh, – it's – It'll keep you up all night is what it'll do because uh, last night I couldn't sleep a wink getting ready for the show and uh, I was excited about uh, talking Jake DeGrom today and, and what he did yesterday and I know we'll get to that at the end of the show so I don't want to give it away too much um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah uh, you know you know how it is when Kevin can't make it out to the ball game I just I just call the old bull man up. And I say, hey, bull man, what are you doing? And he goes, whatever you, you know, whatever you're doing. It, it, it's, it's great. You know, I mean, I, like, I'll be like, hey, bull, you want to go get some food? And he's like, well, the, the, the passenger seat goes where the, the driver's seat goes. So, uh, <laughs> so he's, he's, it's pretty easy. I said, hey, uh, I'm thinking about going to Frisco again on Friday night and Kevin can't make it. What do you think? And he's like, I'm, I'm there, buddy. I'm there. So, you know, so we're going to, we're going to get a chance um, to to see both Jack Leiter tonight and uh, Owen Barfight White. I like that nickname, mm. Barfight White. That's a good nickname. I've seen some guys yeah. calling him that on Twitter, and that's a that's a really nice nickname to have for a starting strong pitcher. Name. So, it's a strong so I'm name. gonna I'm gonna at least make it up for for that. And you know, you never know. Saturday, I might be able to talk somebody in and go into to see TK Roby pitch as well. So. You know, uh, big weekend for for the Manimal because I I gotta I gotta see as much as I can, and the Rangers are out of town, so you never know. I might even make a trip to Sugarland and see the uh, Round Rock uh, Express one more time this weekend because they're playing the uh, what are they like the Space Cowboys or something like that down there in Sugarland. So uh, you know that's not too far from the house either, maybe a three hour drive. So. We'll just see how it is. But before we talk about anything else, I got to tell everybody where they can find me on the uh, social medias. And uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Manimal Bull. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's at, at Manimal 300. On TikTok at Bull Pro. And uh, over there at Facebook, you can find me, Bull Pro. Send me that friend request. We'll start talking baseball. I don't get enough people sending me baseball notes, so... Please feel free. Give me, send me some questions. Send me some, just talk baseball with me. It's all good. Let's get around the news and around the league and get some news going. Uh, there was a uh, story today uh, about Fernando Tatis Jr. What, what's going on there? 
So uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. He's hitting El Paso for a, uh, a rehab assignment for the Padres, and uh, this is about the time last year, whenever he uh, he failed his uh, drug test and when he was on a rehab assignment and was uh, suspended another 50 games on top of that. So that 50 games is now up and mm. uh, they're getting him down to triple a to get his timing back a little bit. So whenever his suspension is up, I believe it's the 20th is when that suspension mm. is up. He'll be, he'll be ready to go for the Padres and um, because everything I, you know, I mean, he's going to play right field. Um, so that's a new position. Uh, so, you know, they've got some things that they need to work on with him. And I'm sure he's been in, uh, wherever San Diego is in, in Arizona, Peoria or wherever they are probably with an extended spring training right now, learning a position or, you know, reacquainting himself with that position and getting better at it. Um, and now it's time to send him to El Paso and, and get him ready for the season. And, uh, you know, the, the Padres, all they need is another weapon, right? Right, right. And then uh, I guess, uh, was there anything else you had going on? Well, I mean, we could talk about Shohei Otani and how great he was pitching again last night, but why? Like, everybody knows. We're all sick of hearing about how great Otani is, right? Like, we'll talk about Otani when he pitches against the Rangers. Right, right. And, and, and no one wants to like, we don't want to twist the knife about how we wish we had Corbin Burns. So we're not going to talk about him. And how no, good he is yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, on the bright side, we do have uh, Jacob deGrom. And, uh, you know, as we talk yeah. today, we're going to find out just about how good he was today or yesterday afternoon. Um, yeah. Whenever, whenever he took the hill for the Rangers. Yeah, so let's speak of the Rangers. Let's get into some Rangers news. Uh, one thing I'm really excited about because I really feel like uh, he was off to a good start. And he's gonna, he's he's just dying to get back in the game, and that's Josh Smith. I mean, from what you told me off air, that he was he was ready to play today, and they were like, "Whoa, youngster, well, whoa!" Well, from everything I heard, you know, when we last were with, were with you or with the, with our listeners here, Josh Smith, it was pretty ugly. It was pretty ugly. He took one. It kind of looked like it hit that orbital bone up there by the cheek. And I thought for sure that it was going to be just shattered, but from uh, all accounts, a couple of stitches on the inside of his mouth and, and a little bit of bruising here and there, but uh, Josh Smith on what, what was it? Tuesday evening uh, after we had been on the, after our last show, he was trying to, get himself in the lineup with Bochi and see if he could see if he could play that night. And now they went with Duran on Tuesday and Wednesday, but uh, I would not be sh- shocked to see Josh Smith back in the lineup sooner rather than later. And uh, you know, that kind of brings us with us going into this weekend set. Uh, um, Leody Tavares will be mm-hmm. uh, eligible to come off of that IL. And from yep. all indications, he's been taking, BP both right-handed and left-handed and uh, looks good in the field and he should be ready to come back off the, the IL um, mm-hmm. maybe as early as uh, Friday for Friday in, at Wrigleyville. Yeah. And I think kind of watching, uh, you know, we, we love Robbie Grossman right now, uh, but watching him play right field, uh, you know, it's going to be, it, it's like, Hey, let's get Tavares back out there. and well, Let's get, Garcia back out there and right not saying that Garcia you know Grossman's bad but no but you know Grossman is is primarily a left field 
a left fielder, but he right. of those guys that they have out there between Smith, Duran, Jankowski, Bubba Thompson, he's got the best arm of any of those guys. So that's why he's been kind of playing right field now. And, you know, outside of maybe day one where he kind of had some, uh, I don't know, Magellan-like moments where he was kind of <laughs> stuck in the ocean. Um, yeah. Other than that, he hasn't been too too awful out in right field. And, no. you know, I mean, uh, Bochy has done a really good job of when the team is ahead, getting those right pieces in the right places and, and allowing Garcia to get himself back out into right field. And um, uh, Travis Jankowski's done a pretty nice job um, as that closer in center field. Uh, he, he came in on a, a routine fly or on a ball that looked like it was just barely dropping over the out infield yesterday. And I mean, he, he made that play no problem just coming in on it. And uh, wow. so he's a, he's a pretty nice little outfielder. Um, I know he hasn't hit in his career, but you know, when you're thinking about it, I don't think Jankowski's the guy that's going to go down when Tavares gets mm-hmm. better, you know, when Tavares comes off that IL. Yeah, and I think that's actually a good a good little segue into the the question I have for you. And again, I'm I'm a big Bubba Bubba uh, Thompson fan. I was called big Bubba, Bubba Smith. Smith fan too. I mean, if <laughs> yeah. you want to know the truth, <laughs> but Bubba Thompson, um, you know, is is it kind of his? Is the writing on the wall for him knowing that Jankowski is kind of that fourth outfielder, defensive, uh, late in the game guy, with Tavares coming back. Uh, with Josh Smith and Duran both being so versatile, does that kind of move Bubba Thompson, you think, down to, I guess it would be Round Rock? Well, you know, I don't even know if that's the stuff that moves Bubba Thompson down to Round Rock. I think what moves Bubba Thompson down to Round Rock is the the idea that he needs to play every day. Yeah. Like, he needs to be in center or left field every day, playing every day. And, And, you know, I think that opportunity is down there in Round Rock. And, you know, Round Rock has got J.P. Martinez and, and Rafael Ortega down there. So he's going to, you know, he's not going to have to play center field every day, but they're going to want to see him, uh, you know, play a lot more and play most every day and play all three outfield positions down there. So, um, you know, I think Bubba, Bubba is probably the guy that gets that gets that sent down because he's got options. And, and really, honestly, I mean, he's he's not ready to play big league baseball just yet. And a mm-hmm. lot of people got excited last year because of his speed and because when he does get on base, he's exciting out there and he's a good outfielder mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, he might take a, a, a weird route occasionally, but he's one of those guys that can make it up in speed. And, you know, I mean, he's just one of those guys that, I mean, he's a he's a plus-plus athlete, but maybe not quite a plus-plus baseball player. Right, and it's funny because remember last year Eli White was up with the team. He made a crazy defensive play, and then almost felt like we didn't see him for the rest of the year. I well, yeah, he broke, his, he broke his wrist last year. Yep. That's what he uh, and and honestly, I mean, I I still am kind of chapped with Eli White making it through the initial forty man cuts and and then getting designated later on, I, I would have designated it from the beginning and put one of the, you know, but hindsight's hindsight is what it is. And, you know, you got to live with the decisions that you make. Well, speaking of hindsight, um, March 31st, we had the uh, trouble on the Trinity and what an event that was the hell's half acre tournament. We crowned a brand new Trinity river heritage champion um, now, uh, on May 26th, we have now have the name of the event, uh, Death Breath 
with Matt War Pro and Texas Roughhouse Wrestling together on May 26th at the Southside Preservation Hall is going to be bringing you Slam and Destroy. So it's going to be a big event. Really excited right over here by where I live. And, uh, you know, uh, what we do know is that uh, Damo and, and uh, Brick Savage are, are looking to get their revenge against Brent McKenzie. But as more details come out about this event, uh, we will definitely share those details with you. But for now, mark your calendars. May 26th, Southside Preservation Hall. Uh, Matt War Pro will be back with Slam and Destroy. So uh, really excited about that. And then uh, I think right now we're moving into the to the most, speaking of exciting, it's time for a Texas Rangers box score. Yeah, this isn't going to be the exciting one, though. <laughs> this, right. uh, this first box score, we're going to have a lot of groans when we talk about oh. Andrew Haney today. Mm. But but again, I, I saw a lot of people are ready to uh, throw Andrew Heaney off of a bridge. No, no, and I am I am not ready to do that at all. Um, no, uh, Andrew Heaney. I mean, honestly, it was one good pitch at about three inches away from getting out of that thing. Yeah, you know, and and it being kind of uh, you know a ball game for the most part. Uh, but he he got he got hit he got hit by the long ball and the walk. You know, I think mm-hmm. the walk is really what hurt him the most, in my opinion. Those two walks both scored runs. And, and, you know, they both ended up being on the back end of home runs. And that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. And, and you can't have those. We, we talked about the night before with John Gray where, you know, a solo home run every couple of innings and you get six over, over that portion and you only give up those two runs. You can live with that. But when you're yeah. going two and two thirds and you, you give up seven earned and both those walks turn into runs and, and and you give up a couple of home runs and one's a three run and two one's a two run you know those are things that you really can't deal with and those are the things that that you know hurt pitchers and they hurt bullpens and they hurt you know the the team in general but overall I'm not ready to say oh Andrew Heaney is that guy I'm not yeah. ready I'm not ready to say that at all um, that's crazy I, I wasn't even thinking that like I just thought hey guy first part of the season. We had both off air talked a little bit that we thought maybe Heaney would be the weak link at the beginning of the season. I don't know why we thought that. I just kind of had a vibe off of spring training. I, I don't think it's time to sell him up the river yet. I, I just think the guy had a rough start and no, that happens no. early in the season, you know? And and on top of that, you know, I mean, look, Andrew Heaney is a guy that gets a lot of his strikeouts with that four, four seam fastball at the top of the strike zone. Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't close enough to the strike zone to get his strikes last night. You know, he wasn't getting his swing and miss at the top of the strike zone because he wasn't, you know, close enough to that top of the strike zone to get the the strike or to get the swing. And he was definitely out of the strike zone to not get a called strike. So he was having trouble, you know, getting that four seamer over to, to where he was, uh, he was getting those swing and misses at the top of the strike zone. And I think that hurt him, uh, you know, I mean, more than anything, but, uh, you know, again, I'm not ready to give up on this guy. I'm not ready no. to, to say that, oh, Ryan Mountcastle, who was a pretty good ball player, got him. And, and you know, I'm in all, all series, the Rangers made that Mateo kid playing shortstop look like Babe Ruth. So, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, not too, it's not easy. It's not easy to get outs in the big leagues and, you know, early in that season. You know, I mean, it, it, it becomes even more pressing because Andrew Heaney just signed to come here to play for big money. 
And, you know, I mean, and, and on top of that, he's a guy that his contract relies on him pitching well. So it isn't like right. he's out there, you know, not trying to give it out, give it up and give the best performance that he can. It just right. he got hit around a little bit. And, you know, what I found out really is that this Oreo lineup is pretty solid one through nine. No, they really are. That's actually something I wanted to bring up, too, was that this is a team that everybody kind of has on the upswing of the Orioles. And so it, it, no shame in, you know, coming out after this series. We'll get to, to where we, you know, uh, to the to the next game a little later. But, you know, no shame coming out of this series with the same record with these guys because it's a good team. And we saw some of the guys that, that came out of that bullpen. Like, There's some horses coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. They can hit. I mean, they're well coached. So, I mean, uh, no, no shame in losing a game to these guys or even losing a series. No, uh, and it happens. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We we just got to come back and win the next one. Um, um, I think it, the thing to talk about. I mean, the bright spot of yes, of, I know what you're gonna win, say. Wednesday or Tuesday's ball game is is Dane Dunning. Yeah, man. Dane Dunning yeah. has been he, there's zero ERA on him. He went four yep. innings last night, gave up one hit. Now I realize that this is on the back end of a team that's already got seven on the board. Sure. But at the same time, you got to get those guys out, and and Dane Dunning did. And also Taylor Hearn with three strikeouts over two and a third, which uh, and no walks because he's had a little yeah. bit of trouble with the walk. Um, that was the best stuff that I've seen Hearn have this year for sure. And he was not afraid to dial it up at 96, 97 and throw his fastball by guys. So very encouraging work from Taylor Hearn on, on Tuesday night and really encouraging from Dane Dunning. So where, you know, you, you, you got two and a th- two and two thirds of pitching that wasn't very good, but you've got six and a third of pitching that was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think I, it's what I love about Dunning. I think he's got, He's logged seven innings this uh, so far, no runs and one one whole strikeout. So he's doing yeah. it. He's doing it in the way that he does it, and and that's his that's his style. And I and absolutely love it. He's going to keep throwing multiple pitches and try and hit corners and try and find ways to get guys out at the bottom of the strike zone and and not get beat up in the middle of the strike zone. And that's what he's done so far. Yeah, and the silver lining too with the in the lineup. Uh, Josh Young, you know, uh, this this kind of started. He's he's kind of off to a hot start, but this game he had two hits in the game, um, no complaints there. Uh, Dallas Garcia, you know, had a hit. Uh, Nate Lowe. Well, uh, Dallas Garcia, Garcia had, had a, a home run. Yeah, and Nate Lowe uh, had a homer. Nate Lowe had a homer. Um, Corey Seager had a hit. Um, and Garver continues to get hits while he's in the lineup. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, their biggest issue the yesterday was once they got guys on because the second inning they got the leadoff home run from Adalis Garcia, but the third, fourth, and fifth inning they also had leadoff runners on, and two of those ended with double plays, and the other one basically ended with two fielders' choices and nothing really doing. Yeah, and it, and it looks like they kind of they let the Orioles off, off the hook a little bit because, you know, Gibson only threw 88 pitches. Um, and you know, the other two well, guys, you know, 16, 17, they, they didn't well, really work the counts too much and get that many walks off these guys either. Now, and let's give it a, you know, Gibson was in the strike zone the whole night and, mm-hmm. and, you know, he was Hunter Windelstadt was given the outside part of the plate on Tuesday night and Kyle Gibson was taking every bit of it that he could get from him. 
And, and Kyle Gibson did a good job Tuesday night of keeping batters off balance, never throwing them a fastball when they were in a fastball count and keeping guys to the minimum. And once he got in a little bit of trouble, uh, once he got in a little bit of trouble with a runner on base, he went primarily to his sinker slider combination to get ground balls. And so, you know, we know that Kyle Gibson, the Kyle Gibson that was here in 2021, that mm-hmm. Kyle Gibson is a really good pitcher. Yeah, and, he is. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with Kyle Gibson. And there's a reason why, you know, he's, he was brought into Baltimore as a veteran guy to kind of do that same thing that we're going to talk about that DeGrom was brought in just on a lesser scale because the mm-hmm. money, the, the money spending wasn't the same, but Kyle Gibson was brought in to be that leader as a veteran on that, on that Orioles team. And so far with what he's done this season, that's kind of what he's been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, he's brought it, he brought, they brought him in to help with a young, a very young team with a very young, uh, with a very promising young team with a lot of great minor leaguers, uh, coming up already in the big leagues right now or coming up out of that minor league. Baltimore's had a top minor league program um, for for a few years now. Speaking of minor league programs, let's talk about the Texas Rangers minor league program and something really exciting that we've got upcoming uh, for Texas Rangers with the boys. Uh, we are going to be introducing our new uh, subscription uh, and it's going to be Down on the Farm with the Boys. So if you like our show and you want more content, uh, look for that subscription that should be coming up within the next couple days. Uh, it will be a paid subscription. It won't be a break the bank, but it's a good way to help us support, uh, help support us in the show. If you really like the show, and if you do like the show, and you do want to, you do want to support. We do have uh, places on the on on Spotify and on our website where you can uh, donate or uh, support the show uh, with a monthly subscription. But now we're going to be adding some extra content and it's going to be mainly minor league news, box scores and updates. Uh, my and man, let's, Animal, and I mean, let's be honest, let's be honest. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow we got four teams playing tomorrow and the Rangers don't even play. So yeah. we've got to talk about that sometime. And if we're going to spend 20 minutes on Jake DeGrom, Every fifth yeah. day, we just don't have time to talk about JP Martinez's three doubles last night or exactly. on Tuesday night. Exactly. And, and guys, you guys would be absolutely stunned to know how much time uh, Manimal puts into finding out about these uh, minor leaguers and keeping up with it. And so and we're going to be out full force tonight at Frisco for opening day for that. So it's a part of our show that we're that we're really passionate about. We really love it. And we know that you guys are into it. And so if you really want more content especially as it relates to the minor leagues uh you know get look for that subscription our new uh the our new subscription service called down on the farm with the boys coming soon hopefully by this weekend um and so so look for that and uh that leads us to our final our main event uh yeah you know the the big the big the big part of the, the show yesterday you were out at the ballpark and saw the man the myth the legend jacob Degrom. If, uh, if there's nothing more exciting for me right now in my life than getting out to Globe Life Field and hearing Simple Man while <laughs> while Jacob DeGrom warms up prior to the game. Um, but uh, honestly, man, this is this is what we paid for, right? I mean, yeah. this is what Ray Davis ponied up for, this guy right here. Um, nothing, nothing can be further from what he did on opening day than what he did yesterday. 
Well, aside from the strikeouts. Well, this guy's I mean, yeah. bringing them up. Well, you know, I mean, let's be let's be real honest. When you're watching him and you're seeing him throw, and you can, it sounds like when he throws the ball and the catcher catches it, it sounds like it's a hit every time, even yeah. even when the, it's just him throwing it by him. You have to look for contact. Glove. Yeah, you have to look for <laughs> contact because he's. I mean, he was he was sitting ninety seven to a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, slider, change up, <laughs> curveball. They were all we saw them all today. Um, the slider was sitting ninety to ninety two. Got a lot mm-hmm. of swings on it. Got a lot of swings and misses on it. Um, finished the game with eleven strikeouts, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're gonna. We're going to kind of go through all of them because we got time and yeah. uh, there's nothing nothing really better to do than talk about um, getting Cedric Mullins to pop out on a major league pop-up first at bat right out mm-hmm. the gates. It's mm-hmm. uh, Adley Rushman to, to line out, and it was more line out weekly to Ezekiel Duran. It was a, it looked more like a, full, a dying quail by the time it got out to Duran. He had to end up making a pretty good catch on it and then uh, gets Anthony Santander swinging. Mm -hmm. The Rangers get him a couple of runs to stake to Dallas Garcia with the two out double. And it, and it all really like, I, I, I looked the bull man when it happened and I said, this is going to be a big moment right here because Grayson Rodriguez threw a wild pitch that moved Mm -hmm. Corey Seager from first to second. Mm-hmm. And you got locked in Adolis Garcia as soon as that guy got the second base and he pokes a double out into right field down in the corner. Corey Seager scores easily. Josh Young follows it up with a nice little single to keep the keep the rally going and get Adolis Garcia across. And they stake him to a two nothing lead going into the top of the second. Can we top pause the, for a second yeah, here before yeah. before because because Adolis Garcia seems like he's already he's been doing this already, like feels like all year already. I mean, when it's two outs, he's he's locked in. Well, in opening day, it was a two out. It was a two out single that uh, that kept the rally going. I believe I, I may be wrong. It, that, it but... ended the rally because remember he got thrown out at second. That's right, but he he got a couple of RBIs. But it was another two out, two RBI double or single. Okay, um, that's what I was thinking about. So we move in. You know, it seems like he just locks down whenever there's a runner yeah. on base, and and there's something to be said about a guy that hits a hundred points higher. With runners in scoring position, Dagum sure is. All right. Okay, so top Keep of the going. second, top of the second, um, it took Degrom ten pitches to strike out the side. Oh Mountcastle, <laughs> Gunnar Hernandez, and Taryn Vavera or Vavra all down on strikes. Uh, bottom of the second, nothing doing for the Rangers. Top of the third, Austin Hayes grounds out to Josh Young. He gets Adam Frazier swinging. And uh, Jorge Mateo grounds out Nathan Lowe to Jake DeGrom. So through three, he is perfect. Wow. Perfect. Bottom of the third, Rangers don't do anything. They can't uh, They can't capitalize on a, a leadoff Marcus Simeon single. So he doesn't get any further than third. Um, top of the fourth. Now, I remember this vividly because the, the, the bull man and I had to go get dollar hot dogs. Mm, at the top of the fourth. So I was watching on the TV when this happens. Um, another three strikeout inning for, for DeGrom. Strikes out, uh, strikes out Mullins. 
swinging, strikes out Rushman swinging, and strikes out Santander swinging. So that's the heart of the lineup, right there. So that's that's one, two, three, right there, swinging. Man, bottom of the fourth, nothing doing for the Rangers. Robbie Grossman single, but he doesn't get any farther than first. And then the top of the fifth is where uh, where Degrom runs into a little bit of trouble. Okay. Uh, on a, um, I want to say it was a three-two pitch. It was it was actually a three-one pitch. Uh, Degrom okay. fell behind. Mountcastle got him. Hit the gap in left field. Mountcastle's uh, a good hitter, man. Mountcastle is. He's a good hitter. He always has. I mean, he's he was one of those top prospects. He was he was their top prospect before Grayson Rodriguez and uh, Adley Rushman. Okay. Okay. So he's he's that guy. So he he gets it. He gets him a double. Now, right behind that. Gunnar Henderson grounds out sharply to Marcus Simeon, and then that moves the runner to third. He walks Taron Vivera. Now, right there, after the Vivera, uh, the Vivara walk, he uh, mm-hmm. he gets a ground ball from Austin Hayes to Marcus Simeon, which looked like it was going to end the inning. Okay. And Simeon kind of boots it, ends up not getting anybody out, and that scores one across. Mm. Frazier follows it up with the single, scores Favre. Now we've got a tie ball game. Mike Maddox comes out, asks DeGrom if he's okay. DeGrom probably told him to go sit his ass back down on the bench. (laughs) Go sit down, old man. (laughs) Yeah, Mad Dog, this ain't for you, brother. And then he gets gets Jorge Mateo swinging. And uh, Cedric <laughs> Mullins grounds out to Marcus Simeon to end the inning. So basically one unearned run on two runs, and it could have been zero runs had Marcus right. Simeon been able to turn that two. But you know what? Them's the breaks. It's the way baseball goes. Iceman yes. said it perfectly. Ron Washington followed that sentiment, right? 100%. So bottom of five, Rangers have nothing going. Nothing going just yet. Top of the sixth, DeGrom comes right back out. Okay. He walks Rushman, but then on a 3-2 pitch, strikes out Santander. Rushman's going. Strike him out, throw him out, double play. Ryan Mountcastle strikes out to get that redemption for DeGrom, and uh, he's through six. Nice work, Jonah Heim, man. Yeah, that, wow. that, yeah he, he got him something. I know it's a catcher. I realize mm-hmm. it's a catcher, but you got to throw out who steals. Yeah, well, and to these days, stolen bases are, are are happening a lot. So those throwouts are really um, those those are really important. And one of the things too, I wanted to point this out before, and it's it's actually sitting here on my screen while I'm looking at the box score. But on MLB.com, the the uh, the high the the title says on the article is near unhittable. DeGrom rebounds with 11 Ks. And that's what DeGrom was today, man. I mean, yeah, the guy was, was darn near unhittable, man. Yeah. Nasty. And honestly, the only time he really got hit was when he fell behind. He fell behind 3-1 to a really good hitter, and he tagged him a little bit. But other than yeah. that, nothing was hit. A couple of balls hit on the ground pretty hard, but right at people. Um, okay. Overall, lots of swing and miss. Lots of swing and miss today. Um, and, and like I was saying, the fastball was sitting between 97 and a hundred and the, the slider was 
90, 91, 92, 93. And mm-hmm. the second inning, I mean, when he had all those strikeouts, I don't think he threw anything but slider. I think he threw about two fastballs that whole inning and, and everything else was just slide piece, slide piece, slide piece, hit it if you can, mm-hmm. hit it if you can. And then, and it was, okay. it was pretty unhittable today. Um, the Rangers come back out in the bottom half of the sixth and get him to yeah. Josh Young hits a two run home run, puts him back in the lead. They add one more later in the game and, and the Rangers are going to go home victorious and, and, you know, they, they lose two out of three to the Orioles, but they still finish up with a four and two homestand to start the season. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, I mean, four and two homestand, that's what you got to do. And, yeah, and, dude. and honestly, I mean, when you look at it, it's like taking two or three from both these teams, regardless of how mm-hmm. it happened. And you got to cool. win series and you got to win and you got to win homestands. And that's what they did today, this week. Well, let me play Homer for a minute. I mean, if we just sat down, if we did, if we just said, "Hey, man, the Rangers are going to be four and two after their first two series of the season because they're done with Baltimore now," um, we'd have both been like, "I'll take that every day, all day." Well, uh, considering they rough start from Degrom, considering they lost six games to Baltimore last year, they they they've already at least improved on that because they're they're they can only lose five now. And I want to talk about another thing. We, we, we touched on it just briefly on the last game, and you brought it up. Couldn't help but bring it up in this game. But another thing that really needed to happen for the Rangers, and that was that Josh Young get off to a good start. And right now he's, at, he's slashing at a 318, 375, and a 636 slug. And with a one one oh one one ops, uh, you know, we'd love it if it stayed that way all year long. Uh, but Well, it's but, definitely you know, couple- not going to stay there. But at the same time, I mean, Josh Young was hitting 205 going into the game last uh, on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. So, so he's put together a couple of two-hit games and worked himself back all the way up to 318. And I think, you say, like a 391 on base percentage, something like that, 375. I want to bring up another, another quick thing just to bring up. But last year, and, and it was a concerning thing for me, um, he only walked four times in 26 games, and we, we can we're not gonna we can go into that on another time. There's a reason for that, but still, only four walks in 26 games. Through six games, he's got two walks already. So it's looking like you know, like we had talked about last year at the end of the year, that maybe he was out there hacking, but now he's getting a little more disciplined at the plate. Well, so it's it's looking good for Josh. And Young. he's he's still hacking. I mean, he's still got some strikeouts this year. Yeah. But you know, everybody in the league has strikeouts. Everybody strikes out now. That's a, that's just a thing. I mean, they had st- nine strikeouts yesterday. They had eight the day before. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the way it goes now in, in the major leagues. I mean, guys well, strike more, out and. Well, one more thing about Josh Young too. We talked about a lot, like about run generation. And in six games, he's got six – or in six games, he's got five runs scored and four runs batted in. So, he's generating not just – Yeah, uh, he's creating runs. But, but and, getting runs, yep. And and today, two out RBI, which is a big mm-hmm. deal because today the Rangers were two for six with runners in scoring position instead mm-hmm. of – they'd been 0 for the last Over. several nights. So, yep. it was good to see them get off that schneid a little bit and get a couple of hits with runners in scoring position, especially Jung that uh, – or Young that first inning – Getting that, uh, getting that RBI two out RBI to keep the inning going and get uh, Dallas Garcia around from second after he'd already uh, after he just doubled. So you know, the nice things coming from the Rangers today. Nate Lowe had another extra base hit today. So Homer on Tuesday, 
um, double on Wednesday. Uh, Adolis Garcia, like you said, I mean, the guy's hitting 358 or 348, and he's having a really, really, really good good at bats at the plate. Um, Seager's hitting 217, but everything coming off his bats coming off his bat at 100 miles an hour. So yeah. those are going to start those are going to start falling in for him and and you're not too worried about him just having a little bit of bad luck, but he always seems to be scoring runs and getting on base and and continuing innings and stuff like that. So, you know, doing I mean, stuff. Yeah, he's always doing stuff and you know, today he had a couple of strikeouts, but it wasn't his finest moment, but at the same time, you know, he scored a run um made sure you know and he's been manning a really nice shortstop this year i haven't seen a whole Mm -hmm. lot of mistakes from him just yet and really all of the rangers defense has been pretty fantastic so far um you know and even we were talking about grossman in right field it's nothing about his defense it's more of the fact that he was just kind of getting ran all over the place well and one more thing just uh wanted to point one more quick thing out about uh dallas garcia and then i was going to ask you to uh, tell us a little bit about the bullpen today. But uh, speaking of run production, Adalas Garcia also six games, six runs, uh, five runs batted in. So he's not just getting stats; he's getting runs across the board, and that's only with one homer. So, but yeah. what about what about the what about the uh, the bullpen today? Because they were pretty; they've been great these last couple of games. Yeah, I can't say anything. I mean, particularly bad about anything that's happened in the bullpen this whole year. Yeah. I mean, any time that they've kind of given up some runs, it's because they've had those runs to give. Yeah. And uh, Will Smith was fabulous today. He threw an inning and a third. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys that, you know, uh, a lot of people are worried about velocity, but when you're getting outs and, I mean, when you look at the, when you look at the bullpen, Will Smith threw 16 pitches to get four outs. Uh, Jonathan Hernandez threw three, 13 pitches to get two outs. And he had a walk in there, and Leclerc mm-hmm. pit threw twelve pitches, nine strikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I know that. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Velocity is a big deal, and I know that you know you like to have guys that have velocity. But it kind of seems like the Rangers are working backwards with their big velocity on the mound to start the game, and then kind of hitting them with that trick, that, that trick shot with the with the young guy or with the guys coming out of the pin throwing ninety two, ninety four. Well, and. And changing speeds is, is everything in baseball, man. It's not just – if everybody threw the same speed, you know, no hitters would be feasting. But changing yeah, speeds and, and doing that sort of thing is really important. And I don't remember one time seeing Will Smith throw a fastball. I don't think right. he threw one fastball in those 16 pitches he threw. And LeClerc pretty much the same way. A couple of, a couple of four-seamers, but for the most part, he was throwing a slider with that cut changeup that he throws. And, mm. and you know, I mean – uh, however it gets done, it's getting done. And the bullpen has been fantastic so far this season. The defense has been fantastic this season. And, you know, I mean, they're going to score runs. They're going to score yep. runs. I mean, they had a little bit of a, a drag these last three games, but they kind of got back off that schneid today and, and they're going to score runs. Right. It's going to happen. Well, a lot of exciting news today. What a great show. Lots of fun. Uh, I think we're ready to, we're ready to take her home unless you got something else you want to add. Well, all I wanted to do was let you guys know since this weekend that we won't be back with you for a Rangers box score until Monday. We've got Friday, which is tomorrow, against the Cubs. It's a 120 start. 
So uh, you're looking at Nathan Ivaldi versus Marcus Stroman, and that game is going to be on Apple TV+. Plus. That's the only way to see that thing. Saturday, you've got Martin Perez versus, is it Drew Steele? I want to say, oh, no, Justin Steele. Justin okay. Steele, a left-hander, 27-year-old left-hander for the, uh, for the Cubs. And then Sunday on the finale, you've got uh, John Gray and Jamison Talion. So uh, three games up in Wrigley to start the season on the road. And then uh, um, Monday, they will be right back here in uh, Arlington playing the Royals. So um, DeGrom should be going on Tuesday. And uh, um, there's probably no chance in hell that I miss that thing. <laughs> well, hey, we're going to be out at uh, – we're going to be out uh, tonight uh, in Frisco checking out the uh, opening day for the – Jack Leiter the on the Jack Leiter on the hill. The 25-pound manimal will be going to his first uh, minor league baseball game. So that's going to be really exciting. We'll get some photos out for you guys and post them up on the socials. Um, speaking of the socials, don't forget to follow Texas Rangers with the boys um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's TX Rangers WTB. And also check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Uh, and follow us there and keep an eye out on our Spotify and on uh, our website for our new subscription uh, the down on the farm with the boys. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, be sure if you want to support the show, click on the donate button or the, or the uh, on either Spotify or on our website. Uh, we do have some t-shirts that we are looking to get made some Texas Rangers with the boys t-shirts. We'll be sporting on uh, tonight uh on in frisco so uh keeping out for that and actually we're we're gonna put a poll up and we really appreciate your uh participation in this poll we're gonna ask if you'd like some t-shirts and if so uh you know give us a, some feedback we're gonna go ahead and get some shirts and and that way you can help support the boys help support us in our uh venture to be uh podcasters broadcasters here and and we we really love what we're doing and want to keep doing and, it so and and can i remind you guys look I'm I'm a 40-year-old semi-retired professional wrestler. I can't go back out into the job force, guys. Y'all got to support this thing. I got to feed my wife. My <laughs> wife is dying of stage 4 cancer. No, I'm just Jesus. I no, I, that's that, I went too far, but seriously, I, I can't go back out into the workforce. I'm too old for that. I don't make enough money <laughs> wrestling anymore. So let's let's make sure the manimal doesn't have to go take a job at like the Home Depot. As as he, what he's really saying is have mercy, but hey, support the show. Hopefully, uh, you guys are enjoying it. Uh, thanks for supporting us. We appreciate everything. Uh, we're gonna hop off here and we're gonna do our first uh, recording for down down on the farm with the boys. If you're interested in that, be sure to subscribe once that pops up. Thanks everybody for listening. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.